This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. <laughs> Army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this, and bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. <laughs> was it over with the Germans bomb Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun, take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for This is Live at Five. Live, live at Five. Live, live at Five. Hey, hey. Courageous cat. Yeah. Hi. There we go. Dip, 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 Thursday version of the Live at Five show. Got uh, someone calling in in about seven minutes. Uh, you've heard from him before. Have an uh, interesting uh, a second conversation with someone that wants to be your congressperson. It's in the new district. That's uh, Mario Frado. Mario was apparently apparently Mario was on a show uh, recently on uh, on one of the iHeart stations. Uh, the guy was asking him all types of questions like, uh, "So, uh, you conservative? Uh, we want to know what what kind of person, what kind of what kind of Republican are you? I guess that's what it all comes down to. It's like like anytime someone in, and hopefully I don't do this when I you know when when someone calls in for the first time and they want to be a, I don't care a congressman or a dog catcher for that matter, but I don't want to sit there and say so. Are you what they call a real Republican? Are you a, are you a conservative? Uh, Roe versus Wade. What do you say about that? Gun control. AR-15s. Yay or nay? One thing I do know about, you know, it's funny because I don't argue with someone about guns. Never do that. Never argue with anybody that knows more than you do. And like, like, for me, that's nine out of ten people. I make up the rest as I go along. I try. Trust me. But it, when it comes to something like you don't want to argue with, like, like with a dentist about how to fill a, a tooth. You know, I said, oh, that, uh, do you have this tooth? Like the mayor of Shark City are asking a dentist about dental hygiene and so forth. You don't want to do that. You definitely don't want to talk to someone who knows about guns. It's like me saying I know anything about hockey. I still can't figure out what icing is or offsides. And I've been watching hockey on and off now for a very long time. Still can't tell you the answer. So I can't argue with someone who knows more about hockey. It's just stupid. It really is. So when, when they say, oh, we got to get, you know, today I was watching The View. I had to watch The View today. Uh, yet another uh, shooting uh, yesterday in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Only two things come from Tulsa. And uh, this guy apparently uh, didn't like the fact that his doctor wasn't taking care of him. He blamed the pain on his doctor. And a good question for, for Joe Stanley. Like, if you feel like you've been wronged by your doctor, does that give you a right to get angry enough to, to kill the guy? And I know it's frustrating to have pain, but from what I read today, the guy in Tulsa actually <clears throat> bought the AR-15 the same day. You know, I, I can't but think about that, that scene from uh, The Terminator, you know, when uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger as the robot walks in there and starts, you know, asking for all types of stuff. Plasma, 40-yard range. Guys, it's just what you see in the shelf, buddies. Buddy. Then he shoots him. <laughs> hey, you can't do that. Wrong. So he buys the AR-15. Next thing you know, he's using it. 
I don't know. Look, I mean, I'm all for the everything here, there, everywhere for yesterday's Constitution, which, you know, we, we kind of adhered to up until like 8, 10, 12 years ago, whenever Obama started. But uh, it's just getting ridiculous. But one thing I do know that, you know, doing ads for right here for the uh, for a local gun shop right near Fort Trump a couple months back, that, yes, there is an AR-15, but there's also an AR-10, which doesn't look like an AR-15. So sometimes I raise my voice to go, well, uh, if you feel that way about the AR-15, uh, what do you say about the AR-10? And, of course, I'm talking to myself and no one can answer that question. But I say it now. So if you're going to get rid of the AR-15, because it looks nasty, and it is, especially in the hands of a maniac, or any gun is, or for that matter, uh, you know, uh, a box cutter is, is, is a horrible thing to have in, in, in the hands of a, an insane person. But i got to admit, there's nothing worse than knowing that there's an insane person out there with an agenda and also with some type of weapon in his hands that could can, can take lives in seconds. It's an awful, awful thing. So, again, uh, I, I, I'm wishy-washy about the whole thing. I, the Second Amendment, say what you want about it. It's good stuff. I get it. But uh, we can't make it that easy. For, cra- for crazy people that don't like their doctor because they can't escape pain, uh, who has an argument with his grandmother over a phone bill, and who has the ability at the same time to spend thousands of dollars on weapons uh, from a place that doesn't know anything about them. We should do something about that, folks. I'm not going to go the whole gambit and start acting and talking like Joy Bahar or Sonny Houston on The View, or for that matter, Whoopi Goldberg, who says that this point going for- forward... You should not, this is what they've been saying, the Yentas, you should never be voting for a Republican. That's the answer to America's problems. Screw the fact that every time you go buy a gas station, it goes, a gallon of gas goes up at least three, four cents a day, and there's no end in sight there. Uh, who cares if you're a mother that just had a child in the last six, seven months, you can't get baby formula. No. It, our, our agenda now, according to the, the Yentas on The View, and that's 83 million people, by the way, Thank you. Uh, I know I'm exaggerating there, but I'm throwing it out there just for the hell of it. Say that you should not vote for any Republican at all. You shouldn't be voting for Mario Frado, Claudia Tenney, nobody. Scott Gray, Susan Duffy, they're all bad. All bad people. They, they want to come up with their version of the Constitution. It's a lot different than the current Constitution. It's amazing how free the current Constitution is and has been for centuries. But they're the ones that want to save that and then change it at the same time. Have you noticed, I, I don't know if you saw the, the press conference that our leader to the north, uh, Mr. Justin Trudeau, proclaimed yesterday. Uh, while you know, being an sh- uh, audience of his own people from parliament standing behind him and from his liberal party just agreeing with every word he says because they're such ass kissers. But this good-looking guy up there with the big jawline is saying now that he is going to come up with legislation that would forbid the use or ownership of a pistol. Think of that. If you, you can't buy a pistol in Canada. That's going to solve their problem. They're going in the same direction as Australia, the same direction as New Zealand. But what was interesting, and this, of course, was on Tucker Carlson's show last night, what was interesting was that the way the Canadians, in this case, uh, you know, the handsome Hitler there, uh, Justin Trudeau, said yesterday that uh, he doesn't want to be like the... He didn't say this, and so, I'm, I'm, I'm saying this out of context... But he's referring to the southern border people as us, as being the crazies and violent ones. And to some degree, he's right. By the way, there was another shooting today in Pennsylvania, but you didn't hear about that. And not many people heard about the incident that happened in Tulsa last night, for good reason. If you read the article, you know who did the shooting, you understand why. But that's neither here nor there. 
Justin, that's how you have, you got to talk in cryptic in order to get the message around these days. Google it. You'll find out why you didn't find out about the Tulsa thing. Some guy today says, what, something happened in Tulsa last night? I go, yeah. Oh, who did it? I said who did it. He said, oh, that's the reason I didn't hear about it. Oh, gotcha. Thank you. So anyway, that's, that's what's going on in Tulsa. That happened yesterday. Something apparently happened in t- Pennsylvania today. It's horrible. Uh, I, I don't like the fact that crazies can get their hands on a gun. But uh, at the same time, we have the other side of the political coin saying that it's the Republicans that are being uh, are, are the issue behind this. Not to mention, I think yesterday someone had an argument. Uh, I forget where. I, I think it was uh, Chris Christie was arguing with people. They were trying to blame America. This was on one of the ABC programs over the weekend. They're trying to blame Donald Trump on the Ukraine issue as well. I, I knew that was coming. Somehow or other, you know, the Ukraine uh, 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 crisis right now, which half, most people don't talk about anymore because uh, they'd rather talk about Amanda Heard and uh, Johnny Depp trial than what's going on over there in the second largest city, uh, country for that matter, in, uh, in Europe. So, again, we're just kind of forgetting that. Uh, in the beginning, it seemed like the beginning of World War III. Then we realized Russia wasn't the army that we thought they were, thank God, which is one of the many reasons why Finland and uh, Norway wants to join NATO because they realized that the big bad bear that lives on the other side of the fence isn't as bad as he is. So now all of a sudden it's a great idea to join NATO. They haven't spent a dime on NATO for the last 60, 70 years, but they just want to join in just like cutting it in line to get to a, a, your favorite concert. Crazy stuff going around. And here's another thing, another observation. Mario should be calling in any moment. He's supposed to call in at 5.15. Hopefully he will. But another thing I've noticed, and perhaps you had, this is on a local note. Uh, have you noticed a lot more anger on the streets of Watertown in, in recent months? Uh, you know, now that more and more people are out and about, we're not wearing our masks. Uh, we've been, you know, kind of isolated for some time now. I, I just, it just seems it's so obvious. I mean, again, people are going to give you the middle finger. People are going to say, come on, let's get going. But, boy, it's more and more prevalent. And when I read a lot of stuff on Facebook, especially, particularly people from out of town uh, who, rather, who haven't lived here in a long time, they say, geez, I come back to Watertown. Everyone's so rude. Now, that's, that's an exaggeration because not everyone is rude. But, and, and, again, this isn't anything isolated to us. I just think that we just, America is just so divided at this point that anything will put us off edge. And it wouldn't surprise me if more tar- horrible, heinous acts happen because of how edgy we are at this point. And, uh, and that will always go back to one thing. So, oh, white people are bad. Got to take their guns away. What about Chicago? No, we don't want to talk about that. We can't fix that. Can't fix that at all. Let's see if this is Mario on the phone. I think No, it's not. It's Jason Trainer who wants to be the next president of the United States. He's running in 2024. <laughs> Jason, you got to be quick well, I- because I might have a call from Mario uh, in a bit. Okay, well, I, I do. Did you did you get my uh, same couple of videos I made on Facebook? So what uh, what 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 uh, uh, Jason Trainer is talking about? He did a video. I did not see the video, but I, I again I, I I did it out of protest, Jason. I'm sure the content was great, but you got to do better with your videos, man. Because it okay. just I'm looking straight up your nostril. I could see like that little butt punching bag in the back of your throat. <laughs> Put it on a tripod or something. <laughs> like, oh my I do God. have a big nose. I'm Italian. So no, Italians have it, big it, noses. Right, right. And uh well we won't go any further than that. Ah. But the, the gist of the video is Cliff only is crying about Jeff Smith defunding the police. Right. And I'm okay with that because Yeah, of course. If they're doing criminal activity going after small business owners that the state doesn't approve of the menthol cigarettes or the vaporing products, then uh, why is that justified? 
I don't know what you're it talking is. about. So you're you're saying that uh, Cliff only wants to defund the police, and you want to defund no, the no, police? No, Jeff Smith does. Oh, Jeff Smith. Uh, okay, I don't. Yeah. I find that hard to believe. I don't think Jeff Smith, despite the fact that he is a fiscal conservative, wants to defund the police, Jason. I, I don't see that. Well, you know. Cliff was talking about that, and he was uh, crying about it on his live broadcast. Oh, I got you. Broadcast. Gotcha. And the point, the point is, I just want to make. All right, but Jason, I gotta go. I gotta do. Listen, I gotta take Mario's call. But uh, give me a shot later if you can, okay, Jason? All right, I'll uh, give you a call back. Okay. All right, uh, no doubt. We're waiting. Beated breath. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, Glenn. It's Mario. It's Mario Prado. How you doing? Good, sir. How are you doing today? I'm hanging in there. Just another busy day. Yeah, it's another busy so, day. So let's just cover the bases here because people are still confused. But we we could settle the score here. Uh, you you were always in with with respects to the new districts that they were remapping out of Albany, and uh, we were kind of settled with the fact that this would include a, a sitting incumbent at least for the new district that you are, are are vying for right now. Mario was that of Chris Jacobs out of the Niagara Falls area. That has since been right. changed to your surprise, my surprise, to Congressman Jacobs' surprise. But now they reshifted it. They still gerrymandered around Monroe County, as you and I know. It's ridiculous and so forth. But now it's now they've moved everything from like Oneida County to the west and took some from the east and came out with yet another district that you are now part of. But instead of going up against Chris Jacobs, you're now going up against sitting Congresswoman Claudia Tenney. Is that, did I say that right, uh, Mario? Well, I'll just correct a couple things. You're pretty Uh-oh. close. Yeah. Um, so the one thing is Claudia Tenney right now represents New York 22. Okay. That district um, does it didn't get moved as far as her coming into this district. So she's in Oneida County, as you said, uh, outside of Utica. Right. Um, the new district 22 is going to be Oneida County, Onondaga County, and Madison County. Um, her family's been in Oneida and Madison County, I guess, for generations. Um, she said she still lives across the street or down the street from her mother's home um, in Utica. Um, she decided not to run there, and she decided to run in New York 23. So mm. she was down in the southern tier, um, and Chris Jacobs was running here. Mm. Then the maps, when they changed again, she decided she wanted to go to 24, mm. and Jacobs wanted to go to 23 because it had the rest of Erie County where he lives. Well, okay. So, so basically, she still has um, a district that's hers that she represents. She just doesn't want to run there because it's going to be harder to win than this one. So she decided to come in here. So in my mind, I never considered the, uh, even a possibility that I would be getting primaried by Claudia Tenney because I'd been here four months right. um, and figured she was 100 miles away and I wouldn't really cross paths with her. Interesting. So, again, this is so much. I mean, again, people, especially sitting Congress people, have, I guess, the, 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 the liberty of saying, hey, I want to do it this way. So at the end yep. of the day, there's nothing wrong with that, Mario, is there? I mean, you've got to do what you've got to do when you well, lose 400,000 people I in the state of New York. It depends, it depends on how you look at it because, look, uh, she, Claudia Tenney had put out an, an ad, I think, a year or two ago when she was running this last time and um, said that, you know, she mentioned Binghamton and Utica and Little Falls, um, and she said, that's where I call home, and hmm. that's always will be home, and home is worth fighting for. You know, so she really was strong about fighting for her home, and now she's basically going to abandon her childhood home and come to my home where my family's been for five generations, where I'm in the heart of this district, and make the argument that, well, this is just a national seat, so you need somebody with national experience, and I'll come represent you guys. 
and it doesn't really matter whether I know you, whether I know the district, whether I have any relationship with this district. I just need a seat somewhere, and it's about me staying in government. It's not about representing the people who I care about. So she could have easily she could have shifted and remained at least a representative for for the, her home area or district that she's exactly. been exactly okay. her own at least her own county. Like, look, I'll be, I'll be honest when. When I was running in 24, right. my hometown was cut out of the district. So I technically didn't live in it. Either did Chris Jacobs. Hmm. But you could drive through three towns. Right. You could drive through three towns and be in three different congressional districts. Hmm. So when they got the maps right, right, I'm in the heart of the district just like I was supposed to be. But I didn't travel 100 miles to run somewhere else. I was running where my where my nieces and nephews live, where my brother lived, the right. only place I owned property, where my business is. Right. So I had real ties to that district. The only ties uh, I believe she has is that about 4% of her old district is in Oswego County. Okay. Um, Which was so now, she has yeah. about 40,000 out of her, the 800,000 almost people in the district. So right. 95% of her constituents are getting left behind in another district. I- interesting. So let me ask you this, and, and we had the, liber- the luxury of, 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 of interviewing uh, the, the congresswoman this past Tuesday, I don't know if you know that, uh, Mario, she actually came up uh, and uh, she spoke with Jeff in the hotline show and she also uh, uh, called in later on in the day. Uh, but uh, again, w- without having asked her this, I'll ask you this, Mario, the new district that you now are vying for against yet a new incumbent, if you will, and that's Claudia Tenney, is it more Republican conservative in your view now that things have been shifted to the way it is now? Um. Is it more than it was before? Yeah, before they they well the, before they had the other lines that were set up that included Jacobs as part of the new district. No, it's almost it's almost identical. So it's like a 17, 18 point Republican district right in there. Mm-hmm. So it really didn't change much because they intentionally still left out all the major cities like Syracuse, Rochester, Buffalo, right. um, and owned the the biggest cities would be Watertown, Auburn. Um, Lockport, Batavia. Right. So they intentionally made it like this. So it's it's not really changed too much. Gotcha. Uh, and you live in Batavia, is that correct, Mario? No, no, I'm in Geneva. Geneva. And how far is? It? I mean, where? T- t- I, I've always I've never been to Geneva. Tell us where Geneva is. That's in the heart of the so Finger Lakes. The, yeah, the heart of the Finger Lakes. It's Ontario County. Okay. Um, right at the crossroads of Seneca County, Wayne, Yates. Um, it's literally the center of this district so north south east west it puts you right in the middle right. and it's about a uh, hundred miles um or more from where claudia tenney is like i said she's you know an hour outside of right. albany right. and she's running over here right well okay i mean but at the same time again i did listen i did rather listen to your interview that you had with the guy from iheart radio or the guy with the balls to the wall uh, uh voice by the way uh, mario I, 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 I think he's out of rochester if i'm not mistaken is that the same guy that simulcast in Syracuse and Rochester that you talked to on the radio Is the other day? Bob Lonsberry? Yeah, yeah, something. I, I, I've heard of him before, but I'm pretty sure it's the guy that's on YY, or SYR, I should say, in Syracuse. Oh, that's Dave Allen? Oh, that's another guy. Okay, so this was a different guy. I, I saw iHeart. They're both on iHeart, and they both air on there, too, so I've been on with Lonsberry gotcha. and Dave Allen. So he asked you an interesting question because, and this is what I brought up at the, at the outset of today's show, Mario, because I knew where I was talking to you, is that, you know, people want to know, what type of Republican are you? Before, mm-hmm. you were more conservative than Chris Jacobs, and now it appears as if you're more conservative than, than Claudia Tenney. Do you, do you feel that way, Mario? Absolutely, and I think she said as much. Um, she went on the local news up there on Channel 7 and said that, um, you know, I'm real far right. And, you know, like she calls me an isolationist, I guess, 
for not agreeing to send the money to Ukraine. And, um, you know, Senator Josh Hawley, I had quoted him in a radio interview the other day. I actually just tweeted it um, right now that he said it's not isolationism to want to take care of your country and that we're basically letting Europe freeload because we've spent triple what all of Europe combined has spent helping Ukraine. And we always step up and do this. And then the world, uh, you know, sits back and lets us pay for it when we have our own problems here, like the border, like trying to get baby formula, like people that can't pay for gas and utilities. So I think that she wants to send that money overseas isn't right. And if you look at the rest of her record, Mm -hmm. um, it's it's pretty liberal. I mean, she's ranked 186 out of 208 Mm -hmm. um, sitting Republicans by the American Conservative Union. So she's literally in the bottom 10 percent as far as being conservative. And yet, yet, Mario, she's highly endorsed by President Trump. Why is that? I mean, if she is what in your in your words, almost. And let me let me just interject here. She is from what you describe her as a rhino. Why would she appeal to Donald Trump so much in the era of the Trump uh, Republican Party today? Well, I, I think that there's two things. Number one, she got elected to her first term when Trump was elected to the presidency, okay. and she was supportive of him. And as you know, President Trump's a good guy. He's a loyal guy. He, is, yeah. he doesn't nitpick people's voting records. He looks at if they've been loyal to him, right. um, and she has been. So like in a race like this, I don't know. I've never met him. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a huge supporter. In fact, the only time I'd ever been to D.C. before I, I was running mm-hmm. was to go to his inauguration. Um, so. Yeah. I'm a big supporter, but I I respect that from him. But I don't think he's, you know, I know he doesn't agree with sending the money to Ukraine, but he doesn't turn his back on people. And I think there's something to be said for that. Right. But as far as, like I said, her her record, you know, uh, sponsoring that bill for transgender rights with Chris Jacobs, Mm -hmm. the whole men and women's bathroom stuff, taxpayer funding for sex changes. um, I think that's really out of step with today's Republican Party and Unfortunately, it's still a little more common than it should be. But, you know, she's one of 30 voting for amnesty with Pelosi or with AOC, you know, and that's that's putting you in the bottom 10 or 15 percent of Republicans. And I think in a district like this, like you said, that is very conservative, Mm -hmm. um, they deserve that type of representative. And it shouldn't be somebody who just goes along to get along. Yeah, and, and uh, our Tucker Carlson had her on a list recently, and I think you included this on your Facebook page as well, uh, because Tucker doesn't hold back punches, just like what Bill Maher is to the, uh, to the left. Uh, he, he picks on his own party when, when he deems necessary. Yeah. So does Tucker. Uh, and by, 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 uh, by saying things exactly what you just said about uh, Claudia Tenney. But that said, and i got to challenge you on this, uh, uh, because like I said, we had the congresswoman in uh, here, and she had mentioned that uh, at one point, Mario, before everything was reshifted, that you were, in fact, looking for her support and looking to see if maybe you might be able to get an endorsement of your own from Donald Trump. Uh, I just got to th- throw that out there and ask you if, that, if, if that's true. Well, I'll say two things. Number one, I did uh, meet her once before she was running against me and before she voted to send the money to Ukraine. And like you, mm-hmm. I assumed that she was this conservative because you have to admit they've done a heck of a job with branding her as this real conservative woman. And the only thing I had known about her was that she lost a 16-point Trump district by two points, even after he campaigned for her. It was the worst loss in the entire Republican Party in the country as far as a district that was that pro-Trump flipping to a Democrat. Mm -hmm. And we were both invited to the same county because with the maps we were sharing uh, Mm -hmm. part of this county. Mm -hmm. And I knew she could use some support, she could use some help, and that, you know, I was meeting her and thinking, hey, she's this ally of Trump. 
And I had a candid conversation with her where I just said, oh, you know, how close are you with him? Yeah, I'd love to meet him or whatever. You know, shoot, who wouldn't, right? And who, that kind of conversation. But Mm -hmm. what I can say is that um, I didn't know anything about these votes. And obviously she hadn't voted for Ukraine. I put up a picture of us together saying she was a great person trying to help her out. Mm -hmm. And then for her to use my kind words against me now as an attack um, is insane. And obviously... You know, for her to to think that that's so important to bring up means she doesn't want to talk about her record. You know, if that's if that's going to be her, um, you know, attack in this campaign is that oh, you asked if if Trump could uh, endorse you. I mean, I don't know how devastating that's supposed to be. Well, I mean, you know, in, in the world of politics, everything is fair in love and war and all that stuff, Mario. Right. So she's, that's good. that stuff is clearly going to come. And you know what? Some people, perhaps a lot of people listening right now say that, one, doesn't matter. Two, it's a distraction. And again, you and I haven't talked about any of the issues other than, you know, who's more conservative than the other one. And sometimes right. that, that, gets, that, <laughs> right. that gets lost. Now, for instance, today, this, this is the second day locally, Mario, a very conservative area, although it has changed in, in the last 20 years. Uh, but, uh, you know, there's, a, there's, there's a, 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 a memo that just went out to a lot of the students, or parents, rather, of students in middle school up here. That's Case Middle School. And, and again, it's talking about Pride Week, which started yesterday. And I won't, I won't uh, uh, you know, labor you with all, all of this, but, you know, they're very supportive of their students. But they, they have this initiative over the next seven days to come in with different colors that represent every aspect of, of culture today. That could be a gay person in one day. Uh, a lesbian the next it's weird because they have it all uh, uh, you know, broken up here by one day lesbian the other and they all uh, and the and the memo also says this is the parents by the way this is all about pride mario pride is not limited to queer people this is in the memo here in watertown new york pride is for everyone who has something to be proud of uh it's, it's about your ethnicity your race your uh your work what you do your sexuality uh your gender your hobby and yes by the way even your religion is saddening to see uh, it, it, it continues here, Mario. It's it's saddening this from the principle that people believe that that word that uh, pride is for queer people only. Mario, when I read this, and you know you've heard of the Onion, you've heard of Babylon B. I had to ask the person that forwarded this to me as a text if this is actually true, and it is. And this is the stuff that's not just going on in Fairfax, Virginia, or in San Francisco, or in other liberal parts of the world, but it's happening right here in a district that you want to represent. How, how would you, as a congressperson, address all this stuff that's going on in our schools these days? Well, first, first I would push back with this, and this is how you defeat these ridiculous arguments that is pure identity politics garbage that has nothing to do with, with helping people. But let's just ask this. All the things you mentioned that you can be proud of, right? Right. Let's say if you wanted to be proud of being a straight, white, Christian exactly. male. Exactly. Is that okay? It's yeah. absolutely not. Right. And if you said if you said any of those things, you would get attacked as sexist, racist, a bigot. Um, you know everything under the sun, right? Mm-hmm. So it's all it's only for certain groups. Number one, mm-hmm. number two, it's irrelevant. But number three, I think it's a, a symptom of a larger problem: is that we're regressing as a culture, as a society, mm-hmm. by stepping away from our traditional values, our conservative values mm-hmm. um, that made the country great. That's why people loved that Make America Great Again message, because they're thinking back to a time when it was real life. You know, you went out, you worked, you took care of your family, you stayed out of people's business, and you weren't flaunting sexuality in the faces of children. Mm -hmm. You weren't saying people are bad 
because of what their ancestors did. Mm-hmm. You weren't digging up the past just to make problems. True. You were actually trying to move forward for you and your family, mm-hmm. and we're not seeing that anymore. This is always constantly dividing people, right. and I think it's really important that we get back to that, mm-hmm. and you're not going to get there with the stuff that Claudia Tenney has done. You're not going to get there saying to sponsor a bill to make transgender people a protected class, just right. like race or religion or anything else. That's exactly what that bill was, which means, guess what? You can use which bathroom you want. You can play on which sports teams you want. Right. We need to push back against that. Mm-hmm. The military funding sex changes. Uh, we're, 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 we're sending weapons overseas right now that we need, that we could use sure. to the Ukraine. We, don't, our, our, we never have enough money for our military. We always need to increase that budget. Mm-hmm. And we're spending hundreds of thousands per person to do sex changes in the military. Mm-hmm. And she had an opportunity to just say no. It was a standalone three-sentence uh, amendment to the NDAA that says, should we continue to allow funding for gender reassignment surgery in the military with Defense Department funds? And they said, no, let's block it. And she wouldn't let them block it and allowed it to continue. One of 24 Republicans that did that. So that's not helping with conservative values. That's not helping to to squash this type of movement. You know, people don't, quite frankly, don't care who you sleep with, what what your religion is. I agree. We're American. I agree. You know, we're American. We, we, we accept everybody. But don't put it in our face. We don't need to call you a certain pronoun. We don't need to... Um, you know, wave a flag or pick a color to align ourselves with. Right. I think it's really divisive garbage, and I think people are over it. I, I, I just, I, like I said, when I read it, I didn't think it was real. And, and again, it also says your child could also put on, a, yeah, I believe it's a rainbow, which, as we know, that's a symbol of the gay community. And your child could choose to put that on their body, their clothes, their books, their lunchbox, or they could choose to do nothing with it at all, Mario. And I thought that was interesting because, you know, maybe call me a conspiracy theory type guy or paranoid for that matter. When I read that part, it's almost like, hey, uh, make sure we check out the kids that don't use anything. Uh, don't put the rainbow in anything. They're the troublemakers. Right. And, and that's how I yeah. read that. I, and and, I, and a lot of people just kowtow to this. I'm talking about parents because they don't want to yeah. rock the boat and they allow it. And then the argument is, well, you know, if you want to learn two languages at the same time, you should learn when you're in the first or second grade and not wait until high school because you're not going to learn it then. That's what they're saying now. You might as well learn about the birds and the bees and the differences between people at thir- in third grade then later on. That's the theory, though, Mario. What say you about that? No, I think, I think it's ridiculous. You wait to look. The conversations that they want to have with your children, my parents never had with me. At any age, you don't have the you don't need to have those conversations with your parents. You know, you learn, you just grow up, and you become a teenager, and 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 you learn about life. Those are so the fact that they want educators, as they like to be called, to tell your children these things that you wouldn't even tell them yourself, and they're going to decide which age it's going to be at is sickening, and and it goes back to the values in this country where now people have start to let loose on the reins of controlling their children's lives and raising them the way they want and listening to all these books and people on the internet, all these experts telling you how to be a parent and and what your kids need to hear. You're losing your parental rights. And if we don't fight back now, um, eventually we won't have those rights. And that's what we're seeing is that slowly chipping away and eroding our values to where you wake up one day and you don't even recognize your country anymore. I don't recognize yeah. it now, to be quite honest. And I'm not even a parent. And I speak to parents, uh, one of which uh, that I know very well. 
And, she, and it's upsetting her because it, it's dividing her amongst her peers, friends, and relatives because it goes back to what I just said earlier. No, most majority of people aren't going to fight this, regardless of whether or not they agree with it or not. And it seems like we've taken the fight out of America, particularly my generation. I'm a baby boomer because we got, we're fat and happy. We got $2 million in an IRE somewhere, somewhere, and we're planning on moving to Florida anyway. So we don't care what the future is all about. But, Mario, it sounds like you, you care about it yourself. Well, yeah, and you know why? I, got, I have a son who's, who's three months old right now, and um, I have to worry about the next 30 or 40 right, years and right. beyond that, you know, for him and for my grandchildren. And um, I think that puts me a little more in touch with what's happening. Like, I believe Miss McTenney's, is, uh, you know, she's a mother as well, and right. I think her son's a, a, a good kid from yeah. what I understand. Right, in the but Navy. He's grown up. I believe maybe he's 30 years old, yeah. you know. So it's kind of like what you said, where it, it's, she doesn't have to worry about what the school system's going to be like for herself. Her, her friends and neighbors don't live in this district, and she doesn't have to see them in the grocery store every day. Right. So I'm concerned with the people around me and with, with my young family right now, and I think that makes me um, a little more hungry for change. You know, mm-hmm. She's running for office for the eighth time. Um, this is her fifth time running for Congress, um, three terms in Albany, you know, we need fresh people in there who are looking at the world that are concerned with the future, that do want to see some changes. And the changes I want to see is to go back. I think this is, the, for the past, you know, probably two decades, we've been moving the wrong direction. Oh, but you know, without a doubt. I feel like maybe the late 90s was, was a, a peak for us. Sure. You know? <laughs> Before the Internet. Compared to where we're at now. Right, right. Mario for, uh, for Congress.com is his website. Mario, when, uh, when are you coming up to Jefferson County? Now, I mean, again, you've been here. You At one point, you were worried that you spent a decent amount of time here. Uh, but now, yeah. it seems like, well, that, that time is well vested. You, you do yeah. have an advantage over, over uh, Claudia for that, although she does know the area. But she hasn't politicked here, for the lack of a better word, in the last couple of months. You have. So that's good for you. But when are you coming back up again? I'm going to try to get up there as soon as possible, definitely within the next week. Um, I'd love to see all the people that I made relationships with. It was one of the most beautiful places I've been in the state, um, and I can't wait to get back up there. Sure. And I'm I'm excited. I never thought that they'd redraw this map and still keep Jefferson County in the district. And the fact that they have makes me really happy, and um, I can't awesome. wait to get back up there. Well, good. So let's stay in touch because we're getting. To, I mean, obviously, yours has been pushed back to August, so we'll have plenty of time before your primary. That was, like we said, uh, pushed back by at least two months. But the, the 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 opponent has changed, so now the discussion will change, but not much because it's pretty much the same thing we talked about before, Mario. <laughs> you against Goliath, really. Yeah, it is. It is. And look, that's why I need people to go to that website, follow me on Twitter, whatever. If you want to volunteer, if people want to donate, but it takes a lot, but it can be done. You know, it can be done if the people are looking for change and they're looking for somebody who actually knows them and want a local representative, then I'm here and I'd love to have the support. Excellent. MarioForCongress.com. Mario Frado, thank you very much, my friend, and we'll talk to you very thank soon. Thank you, Glenn. Have a good one. Take care. That's uh, Mario Frado here. <laughs> And I haven't coughed all day. And now I sound like Mike Francesa on a bad day. <coughs> I, I can't talk, so i got to do a break. i got to do one anyway. got to make some money around here. And uh, we'll be back after this. Roof looking older than you are? Finding more tiles in your lawn than grass? It's time to 9129 for Herringes Contracting, the people who call you back. Uh, we want to thank Mario Frado once again for calling in. Uh, good, good stuff. You know, again, sometimes we get lost in the weeds until we actually get to the issues, and I'm glad we did. 
talked a little bit about the controversy uh, of those uh, emails or memos sent out to parents recently. That is not just right here in Watertown. That is a reflection on school districts all around the country, certainly in blue states. Uh, it's very challenging. I think the one thing that uh, people that I've talked to, including mothers, uh, is that kids today are so, I guess you could say they're so open to, uh, to a lot of things that we weren't. Because it was taboo to, to, to like, you know, accept a lot of things back in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. And you saw that every, at, at every level. And I saw a documentary on how Hollywood treated the gay community, both in context, in, you know, behind the scenes, you know, the, the actors that, you know, had to keep their mouths shut, and then within the context of, of movies and TV shows over the years. It, it, was so, it was awful. So thank God we've gotten away from that. But if you pick up, if you read that memo that I read earlier, excerpts of which, it almost looks like, you know, you know it, that the, the gay community and others are, are totally ostracized. Don't get, don't get me wrong. Um, there, there are some bigots out there, this, you know, but, but not like it used to be. And, of course, the argument there is, well, Glenn, it has to be unadulterated. It has to be 100%, 1,000%. So, well, the world's never going to be what you want it to be. But the one thing is sure, kids today are definitely more open-minded and less uh, rude and obnoxious about things that, you know, <coughs> at one time or another they thought was wrong and that they would make fun of. And they would use peer pressure and mob mentality <coughs> on a day-to-day -day basis, and I still can't breathe. What the freak's the matter with that damn vaccination, I'm telling you. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn. So, I have three simple questions. Okay, make is them quick. just five? For the city council members to give themselves a pay raise. Yeah. It was, it was reported Glenn Oley uh, put that proposal up to give themselves a 30% pay raise. Is that justified and should it be voted by the public at large? Um, I like it as an amendment. Yeah, I'd say so. A referendum, I should say. Yes, that, that would be uh, something that we should vote on. But. Uh, you know, but, 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 Jason, we talked about this yesterday. They're not making much. The rate of inflation has gone up a lot in, since the last time they've been given raises. 30% sounds like a lot, but 30% on top of what they're making right now is chump change. So well, I know, I, 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 but, you know, no, Jason, hear me, hear me out, Jason. The, <laughs> Here's the thing. The natural incl inclination is for some morning guy that should be playing 70s and 80s music to go out and say, that's wrong, they're using our money. At the end of the day, you know, as representatives, man, that's still chump change, which in radio everyone should know what chump change is because there's not a lot of money here, uh, no. at, at least in the capacity of being on the air in a small marketplace and so forth. So I use it in that reference. Sales is a different thing. That's why I got into sales, thank God. But, again, wow. again you got to make money and you got to lure people to say, hey, that's worth it for me to go walk away from my family to be a council person and make, you know, what, what's the 30% difference going to mean? It's going to make, they're going to make $18,000 a year? That's not much for a lot of work, well, Jason. Here's, here's my problem. I would not vote for a pay, pay rate if I didn't meet the criteria in the profession of my job. So I'll give you two existence. I'll give you two examples. Right now I'm thinking of two plans, uh, a 10-year uh, Ten years reconstruction road project. Four years of my term, I would push for twenty five percent for the road, for the worst roads in Watertown to be done. So I got to right. meet that criteria right. to be deserve a pay raise. Another second part is the transportation system. If I don't meet improvements, free Wi Fi. Hey, oh my God! To ten p.m. Uh, Sunday through Sunday. So look at me! I'm giving out wings. Job. 
Right. So, Jason, let me ask a question. Uh, is your house for sale? Are you still living in that house in Arsenal? Oh, my landlord's trying to sell it, yeah. Yeah, I drove by the apartment the other day, and it's a big house. And the guy, it used to be a car dealership, and now the for sale sign says house for sale. It looks like he spray painted it with, like, lipstick or something. <laughs> and, it's, and I noticed it said .38 acres. It's like, what? .38 acres. What, what does that mean? Well, I'm not sure, Glenn, but the reason why I put myself up to those high standards that a person is worthy of their work ethic and right. their action and right. what they put their hands to. There you go. So these individuals already have uh, making a whole bunch of money, but my question they're is... They're not. They're not making people, money, though. That's well, my point, the, the Jason. Le- well, the, the, re- the real estate lady leases South House... No, you can't, ca- you can't count what they do for a living. You can't. You can't do that, Jason. That that's a well, form of that's a form of you no know, you can't do that you got to you got to look at the job itself even if it's a mean I don't care if if Elon Musk was a, was a city council person and says well he doesn't need another nineteen thousand dollars well you know everything should be you should get paid for everything you do regardless of what you do if that makes well, any sense well I I understand that but what about the people that can't put food on the table wow that's the, I mean what again what about people the yeah. middle working class people Mario Frado will so. figure that out. Listen, yes, Jason, I got to go because I'm so far behind. But, Jason, I appreciate Give Give us your website real quick. Uh, JasonTrainer.com together. And one last thing, I'll leave at this. <laughs> if, you have, if you have human rights violation that the city's done against you, right. if you try to ride the bus without a mask, right. I want to hear your story. There you go. And please give me a call because uh, if they don't let you on the bus and you have a doctor, you know, I will go with you. There I you will go. go to jail there you go. with you. Right. Because it's a human right uh, for people like Rosa Parks did. She made that movement right. to get on the bus and ride in the front bus. So, right, right. Um, right. Uh, 315-221-4750. Jason, got to go. Call. I want to hear your story. All right, that, that's good. That's Jason. That's Jason Trainer. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, Jason Trainer, how you doing? What's going on? It's What's going on? Turn your, turn your feet off, please. Yes. Oh, hang on. All right, cool. Down. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we just received our 90-day notice to vacate. Uh-oh. Yep. 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 Sorry. Uh, our house is for sale, and we got to go. Huh. Maybe you can move in with Jason. Three point no. point three acres. Alice, that'd be fun. Yeah. So why are you, no. being, are you being evicted? No, well, actually, the, the house is for sale. Yeah. We're over here by Angel's Inn. Yeah, right, and Angel's Inn. they sold the spot. Okay, they did fill the spot. Well, it's kind of on hold. Oh, okay. So it's like we got uh, 90 days to get out of here. Oh. Now, the fun part is, like, where the heck are we supposed to go? Because there's two, uh, we got an apartment down here and an apartment upstairs. Yeah, yeah. And we've been here for 20 years. Oh, my God. This is awful. And Have they been hearing you on the, sh- on the radio shows? Is that, why that's that, is that why they're kicking you out? Nah, just kidding. <laughs> nah, nah, just kidding. Nah, for real. So, anyways, uh, the landlords <laughs> are doing their. Uh, they do what they do. Yeah. Uh, they sell properties. That's what right. they do. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I again, I don't know your situation. It sounds harsh. I'm sorry for. You. I hope that you can get around. What time frame do you have now? Like 30 days to get out, or you just got to wait till 90. it's sold. 90. Oh, 90 days. Yeah. 90 days. So we got to find a place because we're both. 90 drummers. days in a ride. Uh, my upstairs name is a drummer. Oh yeah. And I'm, down, I'm a drummer. Yeah. It's like where the heck are we supposed to go? Where we can make noise. Yeah, that's, that's true. Oh my God, that, you're both drummers. And, yeah. you, and you both draw, uh, beat, uh, go to a different beat all together. Yeah, pretty much. But, well, anyhow, 
All right. But that's well, why I say, it's like, you know, that's, when you get for a sale sign, really staying somewhere, and you, we've been here 20 years, pay your rent, do everything perfectly. Right. Now, all of a sudden, boom, you got to go. And it goes back to the homeless situation. Yeah, it goes back to not owning a home. Uh, and again, that's what it goes back to. When you rent, you have correct. you have the when you rent. I mean, a lot of people rent for a reason, and the majority of people that rent for, for is because they can't afford a home, or uh, they 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 they've been a homeowner. And now they're at the point in their life where they just want to rent, and not pay taxes, or do the maintenance. God bless them for that. But it is a chance that you take. It's a gamble because at any given time, it could be sold from underneath you. And worse yet, you could live next door to someone that plays a lot of drums that you do at 3 o'clock in the morning. So there's always a risk when you rent. And this is one of those uh, reasons why a lot of people have the, uh, the fortune, of at least, of owning their own property. I hope you get around it, my friend. i got to do another break, but uh, uh, keep us up to date on it, okay? Okay, uh, All right, thank you very much. i got to do a break. I'm way behind. I wanted to talk about the Waddington thing. I don't know if you read about that. It's an incredible story about how some uh, 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 environment cop, whatever, interfered with a very popular uh, uh, carp tournament recently. I'll be back in bed. Roof looking older than you are. Finding oh, uh, welcome back. A couple of minutes left. Uh, I-, I wanted to spend more time in this. I might have to wait till tomorrow. Someone's calling in now, but this story in Waddington's incredible. Hi, you're on the air. I just want to know, um, I know you want to talk politics and whatever happens in Waddington. But, uh- Waddington. Yeah. My friend in Alabama called me to say that Sheriff Burns died. Yes, I'm so. And I don't yeah. know why nobody's talking about that. Yeah, it's a very uh, well. We did at the hot uh, during the hotline show because it was announced. Well, actually, you know what? No, it no, you're right. You're right. It wasn't. So you're absolutely right. I got caught up because I had Mario Frado, and I'm so I'm I'm so thankful that you reminded me. I do not have a producer, and from time to time. I'm rude enough not to include that as a story. You're absolutely right. If you I'm t- rude enough to call in the last five minutes. Ah, no, no, that's SG. SG does that. No, I'm rude enough not to bring it up. You're fine. Uh, yeah, for, this according to Channel 7, former uh, Jefferson County Sheriff John Burns died at his home Thursday at 60, 62. Alabama called me to tell me. And, 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 well, didn't you see News, News Junkie had it pretty early? Well, she said, well, it was be, between noon and uh, 2.30 she called me. Burns died at his home in Failing Shores Road in the town of Lyme. Uh, uh, he died of natural causes. Young man, i very sorry to see this. Um, our hearts and prayers, this according to Sheriff uh, uh, O'Neill, who says our hearts and prayers are with John's family. And, uh, and uh, he was the son of Carl and Rosemary Burns. Carl Burns was the mayor of Watertown in the 70s and early 80s. Jefferson County Legislator Scott Gray, who uh, chaired the, uh, the Legislative Finance Committee when Burns was sheriff, recalled John Burns Thursday as a lot like his father. He cared deeply about the community. So, well, interesting. He didn't endorse them, though, recently. But that's, uh, that's politics. And, you know, at the end of the day, we're all people. And uh, it's good that Scott uh, paid uh, homage to, uh, to John Burns. He's a good man. He's a great uh, sheriff for 12 years. And uh, he passed away today at 62 years old. Ma'am, thank you very much for reminding me. I am derelict in my duties. Thank you very much. You're fine. Thank, thank you. Thank you. About two minutes left in today's show. Um, yeah, that's, uh, uh, again, um, w- w- like Ray Liotta died at 67 years old. And there's a lot of people dying in, in, recent, in recent months. And I'm not going to go out on some type of conspiracy thing. You know, we all have, you know, w- w- there's going to be a moment where we're, d- we're going to stop breathing. But it is alarming to see people. Someone the other day was talking about how they, 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 they live in Florida. And granted, people of all ages die. I get it. But she's, it seems like there's just, it's just, we're just, we're not living long enough. 
62 young. Billy Facillo, 65 years old. I mean, I mean look what he did. Look what we were all doing. But God bless John Byrne for, for being the guy, John Burns, excuse me, for being uh, uh, the sheriff and, and a guy that's been in law enforcement since 1982 or 83. That's a long, long time to serve the public the way he did. And, of course, uh, his family, and uh, we, we, we're thinking about them right now. Uh, and, ma'am, thank you for doing that. Sometimes I get on this show, and I have an agenda, and I, and I kept on looking up at the clock for Mario to call in. We got into a 20-minute conversation there. And then Jason Train, of course, calls in on how he's going to change the world in less than 30 days. And uh, I forgot that, so I apologize. John Burns dead at, uh, at 62 years old. Uh, uh, so anyway, let's, uh, let's say that tomorrow we will have a, a show where I don't think I'm going to have anyone call in. It's going to be a Friday edition, so I can talk about the Waddington thing and uh, take your phone calls. We do it every day, Monday through Friday, here on the Live at 5 show, AM 1240, WA10, Watertown, makes us legal. Up next, CBS News. This is CBS News on the Hour. Your home for original reporting. I'm Peter King in Orlando. President Biden talks to the nation in about an hour and a half about the recent mass shootings and what he thinks Congress should do in terms of gun legislation. White House.